Yes, my name's Michael Smith. Uh, a bit about me came to this country from Montego Bay, Jamaica, in 1968 at the tender age of six. Uh, Grown up in Brent, I would say, the uh, majority of my life. Went to school in Brent, worked in Brent, family, friends in Brent, shop, live and sleep in Brent. And uh, my, I've, I've also done, gone out a lot in Brent. I, and I always felt when I was going out that I was more safer in Brent than anywhere else because of where I grew up. My connection to reggae in Brent actually started before I actually came to Brent. As I said, I came here as a six-year-old, and it's the only music I really knew until I came uh, to the UK and heard all different types of songs on the radio. But in our home, it, it was always reggae, Monday to Sunday, seven days a week. In my home, I don't seem, I don't really go out, go out that much anymore and don't really have time to listen to radio stations as such. So from the collection I have, I tend to play those quite a lot, whether it's Lovers Rock, Roots, or just simply commercial reggae. Events is normally by word of mouth. Know a lot of people who still uh, still does reggae shows, who's DJs on reggae stations. So it tends to be that I find out what's going on in the community and outside of the community by word of mouth. Type of music played in our family home has always been reggae music, apart from on a Sunday, Jim Reeves, where every Jamaican family would do that. And uh, growing up in the 70s was more roots, roots, redemption song tunes and stuff like that. In the 80s, we moved more to a lover's rock type of culture. Then in the 90s, we moved back to a roots culture or so. So I would say that was more or less that was played at home. Well, the music was more or less at that time played on the gram and uh, it wasn't played by me because we weren't allowed to touch the gram it was only only my my father until I managed to build a little stereo at myself where uh, I that is where I started to go and buy buy my own music but it literally started on the gram then it went to my time travel stereo until I, until we started to buy pro proper stereos. But it started on the gram anyway. I, I've got many favorite reggae tracks, but I, my, the tracks I like tends to be more from the groups that I used to listen to. And uh, uh, the tracks I had, they were more educational. I used to listen to a lot of Burning Spear, uh, Israel Vibrations, which uh, the reggae I listened to told more, more of a story than just being a song. So reggae to me was more than just music. It was a way of life and a big part of my education. The first one I purchased, I can't remember, but I can tell you the first album I purchased was the Abyssinians in 1978. And I still think I've got that album up to this day. I tend to listen at home as I frequently, very frequently go out, go out anymore. So, and uh, also around by friends or if I'm in the car, it's a long journey. 
I'll have my selection of reggae music and it's inspiring music to get me on my way and see me on my journey. Reggae has had a great impact on my life in fashion, the way I dance, the way I walk, even the way I talk and think. So, for example, back in the day, if it was more cultural roots record, I'd have, back in the day at the age of 17, 18, I'd have my berry or my red, gold and green hat or my red, gold and green scarf. Uh, when we got up to the 80s and it was more lover's rock, it was more the sweet boy days with your flower shirt, ballet shoes, hair nicely cut. So it had a great impact on how I looked. Uh, only the uh, revival ones I tend to play. Uh, the reggae music of nowadays, which is slowly changing, I didn't like the way it changed to being more, um, I use the word slack. Now it's getting to be more cultural and educational. I tend to listen, listen to newer tracks. I'm still not buying because cause the collection that I have, I still feel it more more beneficial to the way I live than to, to uh, the music, the new music I listen to now. Uh, the impact of reggae imprint and the sound systems, uh, back in the day growing up, it was very, very crucial. Very, very crucial, especially to my generation. Uh, to me, it was something that uh, guided us, kept us together, kept us on one track. Whereas now, what seems to keep the young especially young black boys together, there's more gangs. In our days, it was more the sound system, who followed what sound system. Because when we used to go out, it wasn't just one sound system playing, it used to be three or four. And depend what sound system you followed, you'd be in that corner with them. So the good thing for us back in that day wasn't to what, what a gang you belonged to, it was what sound system you followed. And from the music that's come out of the sound system was, was how you led your life. And luckily for us, it was more cultural, educational stuff. If it was things about guns and killing this person and killing that person, there wouldn't be many of us left. Uh, the type of artifacts I like to share is how reggae influenced the way we dressed, the way we looked, the way we talked, the way we think and the way we came, uh, came, came together. I've got many uh, records, uh, 45s, uh, images. I've even still uh, got one suit from 1977, which is a white silk and cotton suit. Uh, back in the day where, I, where uh, we used to go to experience reggae in Brenta, Really, starting, I would say, from the age of 14. Used to be a club in Nice then called uh, Kingfishers. And uh, we used to go there on a Friday. I think it started around 7 and finished at 11. Uh, the journey from Kingfishers on a Friday, from there, we used to go to another club, which was at Nickel Road in Harlesden. Uh, most of my young going out or raving life uh, was always in Brent from Tavistock to a uh, place on Craven Park that used to be called the CAF which is now I think is Lloyd's Gross Grossel store 
and uh, Burning Spear Club, which was in Craven Park. And from there, from them clubs that used to finish two, three in the morning, we used to go to Blues, Blues Dances, which was Nickel Road, St. Mary's Road, to name a few, Bravington Road. And uh, after Blues, if there was a house party going on, we used to stop there. So from Friday all the way through to uh, Monday was was constant raving for us. Uh, to see it preserved, uh, the history of how it started in Brent is very important and also the type of clubs there used to be in Brent and, and the sound systems and the record shops, which, which, which was all a circle. And um, uh, what I'd like to contribute is obviously my story of growing up as a young person and being part of the reggae scene in Brent. Uh, my story, uh, the artifacts we have, could be the records down to the fashion, down to uh, even the um, stories that we tell. <laughs> <laughs>